Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's the Financial Answer, and it's our big 100th episode. Woohoo! 100 years old. One, oh, oh, man. Not, not our age. Yeah. Yeah. Combined, <laughs> yes. That's right. Over. Uh, but, but anyway, yeah, it's our 100th anniversary, and we're going to talk about the financial junk drawer. We're going to clean it up uh, and, and do this a little bit. And we also got a little giveaway. We're going to have some fun with this yeah. here in a minute. So yeah, I'll tell you yeah. about that in a second. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Oh, well, everything's good. Uh, going great. Tax season is over. Over. Thank goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tax so season? Just over? the last minute, uh, you know, getting stuff ready and getting yeah. everything together and the, the clients that wait to the last second to get everything. <laughs> so it's just, I, I it's good though. to be past that part. Yep. <laughs> I am with those yep. folks. Don't feel bad, folks. Oh, I, yeah, I'm no, with you. me too. <laughs> Usually I owe, so I try to wait to the last second. And, mm. uh, ah, me too. You I, know, it's always I, something. Uh, uh, my accountant was was uh, texting me Sunday night. I okay. think Monday was the day she was texting me Sunday night, saying, "Hey, what about what about this?" What about? I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like last second, much? Yeah, just a little yeah, bit." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, it, it's over. It's done with. We're it moving is. on. We're into turkey yes. season. Out of tax season, into turkey season. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's that's, that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> that's great. so. Yeah. Financial junk drawer, hundredth episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know about you, Nathan, but uh, when you think about like, okay, first of all, do you have one or two junk drawers in your in your? I've house? got. Uh, I actually have three okay. at the house. We've right. got three. One one in the kitchen, one in the uh, kind of living room area, and mm-hmm. then one upstairs. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> Everybody's got one at least, right? And usually it is in the kitchen. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Usually it's in the kitchen, and you got I don't know rubber bands, clothespins, oh. highlighters, pins galore. Uh, yes. In mine, yes. maybe a the pair occasional of scissors, screwdriver, occasional something screwdriver. like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in our case, Taco Bell packets. Uh, oh, lots of Taco Bell. I don't know why yeah, they're in the junk drawer, but they well, are. You might need that sauce later. You, you might, or you need something, some sort of you know chemical to you know melt a bolt. I mean, it's you know, basically <laughs> no, the same right. kind of thing. But I tell no, you what, right. what, here's what we'll do. If you're the first person uh-huh. to email uh, Nathan, if you're the first person to email, email Nathan and say that. Yeah. Taco Bell packets in the junk drawer. Just let them know that you're listening to the podcast. You will win. What are they going to win, Nathan? Let's give something away for the hundred. Let's do a hundred dollars since it's our hundred episode. Let's do a hundred dollar gift card to a restaurant. Okay, let's do that. Fantastic. That would be great. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a client or not a client or whatever the case is. If you're listening to the podcast and you're the first person to email, uh, where do you want them to email? So email me at Nathan at InvestorCoach.net. Nathan at InvestorCoach.net. You can find that on our website, InvestorCoach.net also. So you can email me from there as well. Um, but yeah, send that to us and just say, hey, Mark's got Taco Bell in his junk drawer. <laughs> that, that should, that's a great line. Mark's got Taco Bell in his junk drawer. 
Uh, I, there's all sorts of ways that could go. There but are hey, a lot of things that could. There's do, a lot of weirdness with that. But if you do, you'll get that hundred dollar uh, gift card that's to right. a, a yeah. restaurant there in the area. And and that's just all, you know we just appreciate everybody listening and hanging out with us Absolutely. as we do all these episodes. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. you learn something useful along the way. You pick up a couple of good nuggets, right? You get a couple of yeah. financial yeah. answers. Uh, along the way. And of course, as always, if you need help, you know, just turn to Nathan. But a lot of you are already working with Nathan, so we just continue this as an ongoing way to think about stuff. And so let's talk about the junk drawer then. Let's get into it. Um, There's all sorts of stuff in, like I said, in the kitchen junk drawer, like we just talked about. But (laughs) in the financial one, now maybe this is a safe. There's a lot there too. There's a lot lot there too. Could be a safe. Could be a a filing cabinet maybe. Yeah. And so what are some things we find in there? Old life insurance policies probably, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's one of the things people, you know, they'll buy those things, put them up and forget about them, which is fine. Sure. But, you know, there can be problems with that. So a lot of times people are sold, you know, it's universal life uh, insurance. And mm-hmm. so the premiums fluctuate on that. People don't know that, but the premiums do get more expensive as you get older on a, on a universal life. So a lot of times, you know, if you're not reviewing that with your insurance agent, you may understand that or you may see that there's a, um, you know, the cash value is diminishing. And, you know, at some point they're going to send you a bill. The insurance company is going to send you a bill for two thousand more dollars for this year to keep the policy in force. So it's important to understand how they work and what your cash value is doing, those kind of things with those policies. Just do a, a checkup every year. Don't necessarily throw it into the the uh, safe or the file cabinet or wherever those things are for you in the junk drawer. Don't, right. don't throw it in there and forget about it. It is something you need to review and monitor um, at least once a year. Yeah, I and I guess say. I probably should have said we, we want to find maybe there's better uses for items in the right. junk drawer. Yeah. So yeah, in right. some cases with the insurance, maybe depending on a number of factors, but maybe you could get you know a lower rate or better coverage or whatever the case is. That's been the case for a lot Potentially, of people. Potentially, yeah. 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 yeah so that's just, right. I mean, if it hasn't been you know, 10, 15 years since you've issued that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it does get more expensive as you get older, but if you've just issued one in the last three to five years and your health is still good and all of these things, then yeah, you may, you may be able to buy one much less expensive than you, than you did three years ago. Okay. You know? Or if nothing else, to make sure that, you know, if you've got a beneficiary on there that you put 35 years ago on, uh, maybe you want to change that, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. There. So. There's a lot of reasons to review those things. Yeah. And I guess that kind of goes with my second one, which is probably an outdated will or an estate plan. That's definitely oh, possible. Yes. If, you know, if you're a married couple, yes. you've been married a long time. Maybe you guys put a will together when you were in your, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, yeah. when the kids came yeah. along or something like that. Yeah. Maybe you want to update that. That's right. A lot of times, you know, the kids are listed as minors on there and there's all kinds of information and, you know, that's that's listed. That stuff needs to be updated. And yeah. maybe you want, you know, one child is better with money, better with handling these <laughs> kind of things. So maybe that child is the one that you want to be the executor now. You You've know? been talking so you to my can, mom, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I told her, yeah, so don't she leave. Said don't your leave. brother was the best. <laughs> no, she did not either. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, I think you know that's that's very common, and yeah. also people, you know, they move, especially with the way the real estate market's been. People are moving, people right. are doing yeah. that stuff needs to be updated. So don't just throw it in the junk drawer and forget about it. It needs to be something that you review, not every year with that, but I say typically every three to five years, review your estate plan, make sure it's still what you want and, yeah. and in order that you want. Yeah. And with, you know, with that, there's, there's just a number of things that could have changed along the way. Uh, and we tend 
you know, for some of these things, we do tend to set them and forget them, and, and that's understandable. But just like right. with a regular financial plan, it's it's not something that should be a stone tablet, right? It should right. ebb and no. flow. Yeah. And sometimes these estate laws change, um, you know, gifting laws change and things like that. Fortunately, they didn't with this past election or this past year. We thought that may that may happen, but mm-hmm. yeah. it hasn't so far. So uh, things things have stayed the same, you know, basically for the past uh, six years. And so, you know, if you haven't updated it in that time frame, that's probably okay. Uh, but still, now's a good time. You know, check it out. Now that you're reminded of it, check it out. Make sure that things are like what you want. And make sure you review that with your attorney and with your financial planner and make sure that those things are, are doing what you need them to do. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so now you might have in there one of these little green statements uh, from the oh, Social Security oh, yeah. Administration <laughs> That's right. uh, from back when like Clinton was in office. <laughs> and you know, and, you, and you're thinking, which is not good. No, probably not. And you're thinking, hmm, I wonder what That's the right. numbers are now, especially if you're still working and you're not retired yet. <laughs> um, and you know, it's funny because you find people every now and again. You, you bring these up and you go, and they'll go, yeah, I haven't seen one of those in years. Right? Because like, yeah, yeah. they don't do it yeah. anymore. You know, they don't. Yeah, actually, they they will start sending them. They do send them. Uh, after you turn 60. But other than that, they send you one every five years by paper. That's it. So this so far in between, you don't even remember when the last time you got it. I Mm, mean, five mm -hmm. years is a long time. So um, and, and so you don't remember when you got it. But yeah, SSA.gov is the best way to keep up with that. You know, besides having the statement that's 20 years old, the absolute worst thing you can do mm-hmm. is to go online and, you know, do some kind of Social Security estimator program on some website that's a random website. You know, this is Social Security looks at 35 years of your earnings. So don't uh, don't take a guesstimate of what's, what's going on with that. Yeah, and it's so, your top 35, right? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. your highest 35 earnings years that are all together. It doesn't randomly pick years. It's just the highest 35 earning years, which is typically the the last 35 years. And you know, there's instances where people have said, "Hey, this isn't right. There's some things that are off." You know, so it's worthwhile yeah, to definitely keep right. an eye on this every so often as we're getting closer to retirement because we want to make sure we're, you know, maximizing that, right? And finding out, you That's know, because they could have a year where an employee or employer, excuse me, you know, something got labeled incorrectly and you know, you know, you made a hundred grand that year and it actually says, something, you know, I don't know, 50 or something like that. 50, so, yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, it makes a big difference. So, Oh, heck yeah. So you want to make sure you're checking yeah. that at least every so often as we're getting closer to retirement. And that's definitely something you're going to find in that junk drawer as well. So clean it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's the idea. Let's let's clean up the junk drawer. Um, right. 401k statements, you know, definitely going to find, you might find some of those in there from <laughs> a prior job that you also had that's maybe right. back in the Clinton, <laughs> Clinton administration type of thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and, you know, those things, again, talk with your advisor, talk with your financial planner and, and see about rolling that to an IRA. Maybe it's a good choice for you. In most situations, it is a good choice to roll that to an IRA. There are some circumstances that aren't. So again, check with your advisor. Don't just leave those things laying out there in those old 401ks. There's very limited choices you don't know what's going on in the plan. Just, you know, don't forget about those things, number one. And, yeah. and you know, consolidate that stuff. Your money will grow faster that way. All of that it really helps. Um, so, you know, on that subject, we actually had an email come in a couple of weeks ago, and we were going to talk about it uh, anyway. And it was asking about, you know, a simple IRA and, and it being shut down from an old employer and how to, oh, yeah. is it any yeah. different to move a simple IRA versus, 
you know, anything else that you've left behind at an old employer? Is it the same basic process, same basic premise? It is. Yeah, it is basically the same process. I mean, they're, they're going to go to an IRA. They're going to transfer to an IRA. You, if it's an old employer plan like that, mm-hmm. no matter if it's a 401k or a simple IRA, you can't contribute to that any longer if you're not working there. Right, now, which is the case, yeah. Um, right, right, if you're not working there. So there are like SEP plans you can make contributions to even if you're not working there. Um, but most of the others are not going to allow that. So simple IRA, transfer that to an IRA, to get a new it out IRA, of that company right? plan. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's right. Just okay. to a traditional IRA. It's a tax-free transfer when you do that, just like with a 401k. Um, and you can make sure that that's, you know, under your control, under your supervision, you can make sure it's taken care of and growing the way you want it to. Yeah. And you have more options and things of that nature, yeah, which we've talked about many more. times. Yeah, can you right. transfer like a simple, and this was Lisa's question, Lisa. So if you're listening, thanks by okay. the way for sending that in. Uh, if you transfer a simple IRA to another one, can you take that to a Roth IRA or do you have to go to a regular first and then convert? Yeah. You need to go to a regular and then convert. Okay. Um, it, you just pay the tax bill on that and, you know, at that conversion time and right. uh, go that route. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's just a, an extra step in there. A good but option. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I just wanted to make sure we addressed that since we were kind of in this area, it kind of seemed like an appropriate way to segue that in there. And uh, yeah, a lot of people have those, those orphaned accounts, whatever you want to call them, stray accounts. Again, you might find some of those in the financial junk drawer from you know a previous job or whatever. Yeah, the case those is. exist. Big Almost time. everybody has something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you may I don't know you may not maybe maybe people don't have these much anymore, Nathan. But yeah. you may have a bond yeah. or something in there. You know I don't know what if Granny Savings gave you a bonds, bond? Yeah, yeah, when you were like yeah. twenty, turned twenty one or something Hopefully or sixteen. Not in the junk drawer, but well, it yeah, may be. I don't know you know maybe. <laughs> No, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, I have seen a lot of times where people have those. They forgot about them. They were in a file cabinet or junk drawer or whatever. Well, maybe the financial junk drawer is down at the bank. Maybe it's a savings <laughs> yeah, deposit box. Right. Yeah, that's right. But either way. It could be that law box. I mean, a lot that's of true. people do throw stuff in there and forget about that. That's so, true. Um, you know, that happens quite a bit. But those things stop paying interest after a time frame. So, you know, 30 years for double E, they, they stop paying interest after that. So, you know, check on those, make sure that they're paying interest, you know, and if they're paying as much as you want, if you can't do any better somewhere else, then that's fine. If you can, then you can transfer those or, mm-hmm. or liquidate those and move it somewhere else. So don't forget about that stuff because that's, that's money. You know, it could, I mean, I've seen people that had tens of thousands of dollars wow. in these things. So, yeah, I mean, it can, you can accumulate some money that way. All right. Well, clean up the financial junk drawer. That's the point of the podcast this week. Yeah. Uh, I got one yeah. more, Nathan. This is probably a way more random one here, but, you know, North Carolina, where I'm at, and Tennessee, where you're at, a lot of hunters, yeah. a lot of people uh, buy hunting lots. They buy plots of land where they just go to hunt or whatever the case right. is, or right. maybe they plan yeah. to do something with it or hoping one day, you know, uh, you know, the area will populate. It'll become a, you know, some sort of an investment type of deal. Uh, but that you might have something like that in the junk drawer as well, the financial junk drawer where you've bought a, a piece of property for investment and maybe it's a time to reevaluate, right? Like what are we yeah, doing with it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, typically a lot of these other things people tend to forget about because they don't really see much from it ever, but these things you're going to have to pay a tax bill on every year. So, right. you know, typically for that. So you're going to see that, but still a lot of times people forget about it. I don't know how much of that is that there is now just because the real estate market has been so hot. I think well, if true. people were buying it, they probably have, 
you know, gotten rid of that or something because the the value well, has I was, gone up. I was thinking about it because a friend of mine here down the street, his his um, his mother was giving him like twenty acres that they that the family yeah. has, and they've had it forever. Cool. Okay. And it's oh, just wow. yeah, and but it's in the middle of nowhere. Like it's completely, <laughs> you know, there's nothing that can be turned into at this point in time, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, so he right. just lets people hunt on it or whatever the case is. But he's okay. like, oh, he's like, what you know? He's like, what am I going to do with this as an investment at some point? You know, it's like, yeah, well, it's right. land, so hang on to it. But you know, there's yeah, definitely those right. questions that people have. It's like, well, what can we do with this? You know, plot of 15 acres or whatever out in the sticks, and eventually, you know, hopefully, it maybe something gets turned into something. Yeah, I mean, if worst comes to worst, then we could, you know, all gather there and plant our crops and survive if we had to. <laughs> for for <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's right. There you go. There That's you go. right. So, no, I mean, land is great. There's, of course, there's a lot of farmland and, and hunting land and all that around here. So, uh, in this area. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it it's great. It it actually had, he passed away uh, a couple years ago, but um, he, local farmer, lots of, lots of acreage um, for his farm, over a thousand acres. Oh, wow. Had. And yeah, tremendous amount of land. And uh, we would, we would argue back and forth, just jokingly, of course, but we would argue back and forth on market versus farmland as an investment, mm. you know, and um, he bought some of that land for $250, $300 an acre. And, you know, now it's worth 10,000 an acre. So, yeah, yeah. uh, it's, it's grown tremendously in just, value just for a little bit, years. just a little bit. It has, well, yeah. These are all items that you may find in the financial junk drawer, and maybe it's time to you know dust them off and find better uses for them, or just update them, or whatever the case is. So that's the idea for the podcast this week. Uh, just kind of cleaning up some of that stuff from time to time is certainly a good idea as we get closer to retirement. And of course, the regular financial junk drawer, the one we have all the the scissors and the the pins and the rubber bands in, and those Taco Bell packets. Uh, you may want to clean that up from time to time as well, because I tell you what, if the scissors poke the Taco Bell packets, you got a mess in there. And uh, I'm <laughs> speaking, I'm speaking from experience. And again, this is our hundredth episode, so if you'd like to win that uh, or get that gift card, uh, we're gonna yeah. again for the first person that shoots an email over to Nathan, uh, Nathan at investorcoach.net. And that will get you that hundred dollar gift card. Just let them know that you were listening to the podcast and you heard about the Taco Bell packets. And, uh, and there you go. You'll get a gift card. And just as a way to say thank you for the listeners, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, we know that you know the numbers have been flowed depending on the different podcast types. So whoever wants it, it's yours to jump on there. All right, buddy. I think that's going to do it this week. Anything else? Uh, it's exciting. Thank you. I'm glad we, glad we hit 100. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. So, and we'll be yeah. back in a couple of weeks with 101. So uh, it'll be the Financial Answer 101. Sounds like a kind of a college class, doesn't it? It does sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so, more interesting than that, hopefully. <laughs> there you go. Well, maybe, yeah. So we'll catch you next time here, folks. Don't forget to subscribe to us as usual on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever the case might be, wherever you find your podcasting needs. Find it all at thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com, and we'll see you next time. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.